How many people do you know that have been going to the gym for ages and have nothing to show it for? How many people do you know that have read a thousand books and still don't seem more knowledgeable? By the end of this year, you're going to understand why trying to become 1% better every day, no matter how much mainstream advice you may have heard about this, is exactly the wrong goals if you are a knowledge worker. Let's get to it. Hello everyone, Leon Castillo here, CEO and founder of Submaster, which is a company that specializes in peak cognitive performance for entrepreneurs and business leaders. If you're new to the channel, consider subscribing because we release a few videos every week to help people like you, ambitious entrepreneurs and professionals, master their personal performance so they can accelerate their careers and businesses. In fact, our clients call us the secret weapon. So today I want to address something that to me is absolutely crucial is why aiming to become 1% better every day, although it may seem like a good idea, is just not enough if you want to thrive in a marketplace. And I will prove this by referring to the research that has been done on the ultimate state of human performance, which is a non-ordinary state of consciousness that is called flow. And flow is a term that was first coined by Mihaly Tissé-Mihaly, which was the first psychologist that studied this. And he wanted to understand what made people perform at the best. So what was the key that actually made them as good as they could be? And after interviewing thousands of people globally, he came to realize that there were a few triggers that could be embedded in one's practice in order to trigger a sense of what he called flow. Flow is just a state of mind in which everything seems effortless. Everything seems timeless. You are working at peak capacity and you forget about eating. You forget about anything that is not involved with the task. This is what best performance across any industry aim to manufacture everyday lives. Their ability to show up every day and do their best work. But Tissami Halley came to realize that no matter the task and no matter the type of person, no matter the culture or the, the, the previous conditioning of the person, there were universal triggers that suggesting a neurobiological origin for that non-ordinary state of consciousness. And although without getting too deep into the technical details, and this is important to note that research is still ongoing, there's one particular trigger that I believe really explains why some people actually get out of the comfort zones and conquer heights they never thought possible before and some don't. And this is the challenge skills ratio. Challenge skill ratio is a relation between what you are trying to accomplish, what's the actual challenge you're trying to overcome and your skill level. If there's a one-one relationship between both, meaning that you're totally ready to take on that challenge because you have the skill set and the confidence, then you will not trigger a flow state. Because in order to trigger that flow state, you need to be working on something hard enough so that it sits outside of your current level of your abilities. And research varies about regarding what's the actual level of difficulty that we should be aiming at, but Tissami Halley settled for 4%. So to him, something that was 4% outside of the current level of the abilities of anybody trying to achieve it would automatically trigger a flow state if other conditions were met. So 
And this also uh, follows the Yerkes Dobson law, which is a law that was first formulated in 1908. So it's more than 100 years old, but it still holds. It is the relationship between performance and pressure. If somebody is subjected to the correct level of pressure, it will perform at its best. So you need to cross a certain threshold, a certain pressure threshold to make that performance trigger, but without overwhelming the person. That's the Yerkes Bobson law, and that's what the challenge skill ratio is actually based upon. So this is why I believe that aiming to become 1% better every day is not the right task because you will not cross the threshold that is needed to trigger flow, which is the state that you should aim to work into every single day. And this is why I have a personal crusade against uh, smart goals, because I believe smart goals are useless. They don't help anybody transcend themselves. What you need to be working on is stretch goals, things that actually push you outside of your current level of abilities and trigger that neurobiological mechanism that eventually becomes flow. Remember that you are trying to become the best at what you do. Excellence should be the currency that you exchange every single day. And in order to make sure that this is what's going on, you need to push yourself. But you need to push yourself in fashion that doesn't overwhelm you. You need to follow a progressive overload for the mind, just like athletes train by using smart rest and recovery protocols in between practice sessions, you need to be doing the same when working at your office and when selecting the task that you are involved in. Of course, if you want a proven framework of how to do this, how to actually analyze your work and segment difficulty and challenge and adjust your skills and having a clear understanding of how to better work in flow because you uh, segment your days based on your own biorhythms and assign tasks to the level of difficulty based on your own rhythms, then sign up for the evolution program. Let's see if we can help you. But remember, you do not want to become 1% better every day. That's for losers. You want to become 4% better every day if you want to become inevitable.